Good morning and welcome to the prayer line. This is Bishop coming at you bright and early this morning. I pray you have had a fantastic week. Can you believe it's Friday already? We're getting ready to head into the weekend and actually end the month and enter into the month of November. Wow. Time is wrapping up. It's moving fast. I believe a lot of people just want to get out of 2020 get over into 2021 with an expectation it's going to bring greater things. And believe I believe the majority of people are there. But, you know, we don't have to rush life. We have to learn to embrace it regardless of situations and circumstances we're going through. The Bible helps us understand that Whatever is going on in life, God has ordained it and ordained you to be in it and be able to handle it because he said he would not put on you or allow you to go through more than you can bear. So I hope it gives you good courage, uh, encouragement this morning, knowing that whatever's going on in life, you can bear it. You can handle it, especially when we put all of our trust all of our hope in the Word of God. I, I don't just preach the Word of God must be the final authority in your life. The Word of God has to have the final authority in every area of your life. That has to be real because the Word of God upholds all things. There's nothing more important in life, in individual life, than the Word. And at the end, it is going to prove itself to be authentic and prove itself to be genuine and trustworthy in your life, the Word of God. And that's something we have to all understand. Put your hope, your trust in God and in His Word. And that's why on Wednesday nights I'm talking on the authority of the Word of God. Uh, it is key because God placed all of His authority in the Word. Well, this morning we have with us Minister Kendall Garner, he's going to be doing our prayer requests and praying over those prayer requests this morning. Minister Kendall, how are you doing this morning? Good morning, Bishop. I'm doing very well this morning. How are you? I am doing excellent. I am doing excellent this morning. I'm up bright and early. I feel good. The alarm clock didn't have to wake me up. I woke up... <laughs> On my own. I guess when you get up this early in the morning, your body gets used to waking up this early in the morning. So I am up and ready to go and feeling great. Well, we also have with us me. I'm doing a devotion today. I'll just mess with you all. I am doing a devotion, but how I introduce it, that's what I'm doing, mess with you all. But I will be doing a devotion today, and I feel that... Uh, what I have to say is worthy of saying because I love glorifying God. And I believe as, as called men of God, that's what God has called you to do. You take no pleasure in self-promotion. I'm nobody to be promoted. That's how I feel. I'm, all that I am is because of the God that lives on the inside of me. And I, I thank God for uh, his selection and selecting me to be one who's sent to preach the gospel. 
that's the only time the authority of God really uh, is functioning and flowing in the proper way through your life. You have to be sent to preach. The Bible said, how can he preach unless he be sent? And that gives you the right to use the authority of the word and not be an imposter. Like I talked about uh, Wednesday and also Wednesday morning on prayer call, there's a lot of imposters out there and those out there using illegitimate authority. They're not sent. They just went on their own. And Jeremiah says that there is a, a horrible, shocking thing that has happened in the land and prophets are prophesying lies and priests are ruling under their own authority and the people love it. That's, that's the challenging part because the people love it. And so we have to make sure that those that we're listening to, you know, they, they're they called to preach. You say, well, how, how do you know if they're called to preach? Well, they're signs, they're signs in men of God and women of God's lives if they're called to preach, there, there's there's some telltale signs, and that's not what we're going to talk about this morning. But I think it's good to hear so that you're just not grabbing a hold of stuff just because somebody's saying it, saying the Word of God or declaring the Word or whatever doesn't mean the authority of God's behind it. And I don't know about you, I need the authority of God behind what I'm digesting so it begins to manifest itself in my life. Well, let us pray this morning. Father, we honor you, we bless you, we magnify you, the fruit of our lips, giving thanks and praise, because you alone are the redeemer of our life. We thank you for waking us this morning, allowing us to see this day that you have made, and in it we shall rejoice and be glad. We thank you, Father, that you've delivered us from the powers of darkness and translated us to the kingdom of your dear Son. Thank you for the time that you've given us this morning, Father, to plant seeds of righteousness into fertile ground, into the hearts of your children. I thank you that those seeds, Lord God, that will be planted today will rise up big, Lord God, and bear much fruit in every area of our lives as we dive into your word. <clears throat> excuse me, and have this time of prayer this morning. This morning, uh, my assignment comes from tw Proverbs 23 and verse 7. I'm going to give you a moment to get your Bibles and, and, and go over there. That is Proverbs 23 and verse number 7. This morning, I will be talking about your thoughts determine your actions. Your thoughts determine your actions, and then also uh, your thoughts not only determine your actions, it determines the fruitfulness, the productivity or the lack thereof, of your life. Proverbs 23, verse 7. For as he thinks in his heart, so is he. As he thinks in his heart, 
And so we have to understand that words have the power. Words, let me put it like this, words, events have the power to frame your thinking. Words, events, events create memories, all these things have the power to frame your thinking. We have to understand there are seeds that enter your heart. How? Through your ears. But they have the ability to produce positive or negative results in one's life. The way you think determines your life. That's good. You should write that down. The way you think determines your life. In order to change your life, it is vitally important for you to change the way you think. The way you think. The way you, you know, view things. The perception that you have concerning things. And that's why we've been here pretty much on the last three or four Sundays dealing with uh, uh, rethinking or renewing the mind. It's a renewing the mind series, but I, I, I subtitled it A New Way of Thinking because I believe we have to rethink everything because today you're being bombarded in the mind with people's opinions and people's desires on uh, uh, you know, a, a whole host of things. Uh, what prop to vote for? Who to vote for? Um, this stuff is coming at you at like 9,000. Not to mention, we're in the midst of one of the biggest pandemics known to man. And so all of that information is coming at you and throwing seeds into the mind. And so the mind is on overload. It's being bombarded. And so you have to make a decision then. What am I going to do to bring stabilization to, to my mind so I can think in the right direction? Because whatever you allow to enter into your heart will reflect in your life. Whatever you allow to enter into your heart will reflect in your life. Therefore, it is vitally important that you guard your heart. Remember I said guard your heart, but you also need to guard your head. Because what flows out of your heart ultimately becomes your life. What flows out of your heart ultimately becomes your life. You know, we all heard the old saying, you are what you eat, and, and that is true. Because a healthy body is a result of what you put in, in your body. It's the result of your diet, which you are digesting. Well, the same goes for the mind. A healthy mind is a result of what you are allowing to go into the mind and then what you meditate on, what you think about, what you ponder what you meditate on. You start thinking about some of the things you've been meditating on and some of the things you've been pondering, how they've manifest themselves into your life. You know, and this is key. Because 
I come to realize if you think that you are a failure in life and that's all you ever think about, that's all you will actually ever be. And so more than likely, you're right. All you think about is failing, and, and no matter how things are going, you just feel that the thing's going to fall apart. Then it, you know what? That's just as what that's what's going to happen. And some people, that's all they ever do. No matter how much they accomplish in life, they're constantly thinking at any minute everything is going to fall apart because they're constantly living life backwards. They're living life based on old um, experiences. Old experiences and old memories. Yes, in the past, you may have been a failure. A lot of things fell apart. A lot of things fell apart for your parents. But just because things went that way in your past or things went that way for your parents doesn't mean your life is supposed to continue to go that way. Don't give failure, listen to this, that much time and energy. Because if you constantly do that, more than likely, everything's going to keep falling apart. But if you start thinking one day, you're going to be successful. You're going to start achieving things in life. And one day, all of your hard work and the time and energy you give towards, you know, what being, you know, accomplishing things in life, more than likely you're right. You're going to start accomplishing things because what, what starts happening, I'm talking about thinking, watch this, you're going to start meditating on accomplishing things, getting things done, being successful. You start dreaming about it. You start talking about it. It'll grab your attention. You start pursuing it. And one day, more than likely, you're going to become it. You're going to become it. Because what happens? You start giving it what it needed fertilizing, you know, what you need to fertilize so it can become, so it can actually make its way to reality in your life. Luke says it this way. Write Luke down. I'm going to give you three translations of the book of Luke uh, 6, verse 45. Let's, let's, let's see what it says here. Let's go over there. Let me give you three translations. I'm going to give you the New Living Translation. Then I'm going to give you the Passion Translation and the NIV. How about that? Should I give you the NIV second? Okay, I'm going to give you the NIV second. And so we're going to do New Living Translation first. Okay, here we go. A good person produces good things from the treasure of a good heart. A good person. What kind of person are you? I think we should think about that. I don't care if you messed up, made some mistakes, and had some bad experiences in life. That doesn't necessarily make you evil. Just just mean that you know what you made a mistake. And I mean, the first person who haven't made a mistake in life then cast a stone. See, you know, everybody on this line this morning, we've made a mistake in life. That doesn't make you evil, okay? So one more time, let's read the scripture. A good person produces good things from the treasure of a good heart, and an evil person, 
evil person produces evil things from the treasury of an evil heart. Here's the key. What you say flows. What you say flows from what is in your heart. What you say flows from what is in your heart. So I'm dealing with the last part of the scripture now. And so here it is um, from the, let me say, the NIV. For the mouth speaks what the heart is full of. The mouth speaks what the heart is full of. Now, this is key, so pay attention. All right? The, the Passion Bible says, for the overflowing of what has been stored in your heart will be seen by your fruit and will be heard in your words. How did it get there? By someone speaking or by you meditating it, meditating on it, pondering it, or thinking about it. Now, this scripture is dealing with actions, things manifesting themselves in your life. But it all is based on what's in your heart. So your success in life is based on who or what's holding your attention. So whatever is holding your attention will work its way to your heart. And that's why the scripture, Proverbs 4, verse 23 says, guard your heart above all else, for it determines the course of your life. Guard your heart above all else. Why? It determines the course of your life. In dealing with the first step, in order for you to guard your heart, you must first guard your mind or your thoughts. You have to guard your mind, guard your thoughts. Let me tell you, you, I'm going to go into some stuff Sunday. I don't want to go into it now. I want to try to hold it, but I feel I feel you all pulling on 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 my anointing. This is key because, as I said earlier, you're being bombarded with thoughts and people's opinions and what people want you to do. But what do you, what do you want to do? What do you want to do? All right. Because when you deal with thoughts, you got to understand, thoughts are framed by words, experiences, emotions, and memories. Thoughts are framed by words, thoughts. Thoughts, a mental or interact, intellectual activity involving an individual's Subjective consciousness. How are they formed? By experiences, by emotions, and by memories. Memories. Notice the scripture says, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. Pause. I'm going to pause right there. I'm going to pray for you. I'm going to come back, and, and, and we're, we're going to dive a little bit more into it before we bring this to a close 
this morning. Father, I thank you and I bless you that this morning that we are giving the word of God the final authority in our life. The thoughts we are thinking this morning are good, they're pure, they're righteous. For, Father, you tell us to think on these things. What's good, what's lovely, what's pure, what's righteous, what's holy, what's wholesome. There be any virtue, there be any praise, think on these things. Father, we are digesting the goodness and righteousness of your word. And therefore, we will ponder on these things. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. I can do all things through Christ who strengthened me. I'm a success in life. I'm not a failure. You know the thoughts that you have concerned of, said the Lord. They're good and not an evil to give us a hope in a future and an expected end in Jesus' name. Father, the goodness of who you are and the goodness you have declared over every individual life that is on this line will manifest itself into every individual's life. Father, we've made a decision to go through the metamorphal process. We are renewing our mind. We're walking away, stepping away, stripping off that which is old, and we've made a decision to, Lord God, grab a hold, put on, and become that which is new. With a new way of thinking, Lord God, there will be a new way of speaking, and therefore we will produce new things in every area of our life. In Jesus' name, Amen, amen, and amen. I pray that's blessed you this morning. Woo! As much as this blessed me. Right now we're going to have Minister Kendall Gardner come and uh, go over our prayer requests and pray over those prayer requests. We're going to be in agreement with him as he prays over those prayer requests this morning. In Jesus' name. Minister Kendall. All right. Thank you so much, Bishop, for that encouraging devotion this morning regarding uh, thoughts determining our actions is very key, very important to understand that the mind is a control center for life. So thank you again, Bishop, for that devotion. Well, good morning, New Destiny family and friends. Um, this morning I'll be acknowledging some prayer requests for today. So our first prayer request is for Miss Lorea, who is a high schooler that has found herself in a state of depression and entertained suicide. So we pray for Miss Lorea. Um, as, uh, Lord, that you just be with her, that you intervene. Lord, uh, we pray that she begins to build a relationship with you, Lord. Um, she's having a hard time believing in you because she says that her prayers are not being answered. So Lord, we, we believe in your word that's found in Philippians 1 and 6. Um, pray with great faith for you because I'm fully convinced that the one who began his glorious work in you will faithfully continue to the process of maturing and you will put his finishing touches to it until the unveiling of our Lord Jesus Christ. The Bible also says in Proverbs that anxiety comes in our hearts and weighs us down in depression, but a good word cheers us up. So Lord, we declare a good word over her today coming from Psalms 118 that declares that she shall live and she shall not die. She shall declare the good works of the Lord. Lord, we come praying that you help her be comforted knowing that you have a plan for her life, a plan to prosper her, not to harm her, a plan to give her hope in the future. And then, Lord, we come praying for her mother, Ms. Esmeralda, who's very concerned. She believes in you, Lord. So we pray for your spirit to strengthen her, to give her peace during this time. Lord, we pray for an open door to reach Lorea, the love of you and the gospel of Christ. Lord, we stand in agreement with this prayer request today in Jesus' name. 
Our next prayer request is for Ms. Christina Waterland, who is currently living in Summit, Mississippi. Um, she's been searching for employment since she's moved out there over a year ago. Um, she's had a few interviews within the past few weeks and has another interview today. So we pray this morning for Ms. Christina. Um, she's been worried about supporting herself during the pandemic. Or she trusts you that, that you will open the door for her, Lord. So we stand in agreement with that, knowing that you will protect and provide for her. Uh, we pray against anxiety, fear, and doubt that may come up in her. Lord, uh, your, your word says in Philippians 4.19 that you shall supply all of our needs according to the riches and glory in Christ. So, Lord, we pray that Christina receives that word this morning in Jesus' name. Um, our final prayer request comes from, is for Mr. Jeff Green. We pray for a successful back surgery on today. Uh, we're believing for no more pain, and we're believing for an amazing recovery. Uh, we pray that each surgeon, doctor, nurse, or assistant has grace upon them and uh, do, do an exceeding work on today. We pray that the operation goes smoothly, and we declare healing over his back. According to Jeremiah 30, verse 17, which states, I will restore you into health. I will heal you of your wounds. Save the Lord. Lord, we thank you for your word, and we seal these prayers in the blood of Jesus. And we said in your word, Matthew 21 and 22, that whatever we ask in prayer, we shall receive it if we operate by faith. So we operate by faith this morning, Lord, and we thank you for these prayer requests. Amen. Amen. And we declare this morning that every prayer request will become a praise report in Jesus' name. We thank God for his word working in their life. My heart goes out to every person we prayed for today. And the first prayer request, I believe there was a young lady, uh, Minister Kendall, am I right, a young lady with who's having issues with um, suicidal thoughts? Yes. Okay, you see, that's all intruding in her mind. That's happening in the arena of the soul. You've got to understand, the Bible says that uh, Jesus, after he fasted 40 days, he was led out, led out into the wilderness by the Spirit to be tempted of the devil. You've got to understand, all that temptation went on in Jesus' mind, went on in his mind. And... We have to be learn to condition the mind and be strong in the mind. That's why I always say you have to be mentally tough for success. Successful people are mentally strong. Um, you have to be mentally strong to be successful and maintain it. You know, Mr. Kendall said that the, the, the mind is the control center for life. It, it, it really is. It really is. And so it's key that you strengthen your heart and strengthen your mind because the heart is the center of all creation. Please write that down. Your believer, it's your believer. It is the center of all creation. As you think about who you are or what you desire to be in life and give it the right amount of attention, that's time and energy, you will eventually believe it, and then you will become it. Remember I said that funding. I started off with dealing with time 
and dealing with energy, future, what future consists of. Your future, whatever you give your time and your energy to, I can tell you what your future going to look like. Just tell me what you're giving your time <clears throat> and whatever you're giving your energy to. In other words, what's holding your attention? What's holding your attention? Because eventually it's going to work its way to your mouth, and once it works its way to your mouth, especially when you believe it in your heart, it's going to eventually manifest itself in your life. See, the things we believe, we speak out of our mouths. And when you speak things out of your mouth, you give those things permission to exist in your life. You give them permission to exist in your life. So it's key. Even the word heart, when we look at the word heart, and you start looking at the word heart in the Old Testament, in the Old Testament, you can, you can, you can check this out. In Hebrews, the, the word um, heart, when we look it up, it refers to man's soul. It refers to man's soul, the word heart, or his way of thinking, processing information, his way of thinking. All right? So you the word heart. As I said earlier, the heart is the center of all creation. Mr. Kendall said, the mind is the control center for life. It really is. And so you had a mind to get up and get on a prayer call this morning. That's why we're up and on a prayer call this morning. And what is happening? <clears throat> You're being conditioned in your soul. We're exercising our mind. You say, well, how can you say that? Because you're thinking right or wrong. And, you, and, and every time this particular word is ministered, you are beginning to think. It's thought-provoking. You're thinking. You're thinking about your life. You're thinking about, you know, what's happening in your life right now and, and also your future because those words are being sown. See, every, every, everything starts with a word or a seed. Everything starts with a word or a seed. You have to be determined. I'm going to allow the right seeds to be sown into my heart and into my mind so that, you know what, I'm gonna, I, I can have the proper harvest. The proper harvest. Because as it grows, you want it to be fruitful. As Luke said in Luke 45, our time is up. I'm going to bring this to a close in just a moment. Let me, let me go back over to Luke 45 and read the Passion Translation one more time. He says, here we go. Out of the virtue stored in their hearts, good and upright people will produce good fruit. But out of an evil hidden in their hearts, evil ones will produce what is evil. For the overflow of what has been stored in your heart will be seen by your fruit. There it is. Fruits come from seeds and will be heard in your words. Will be heard in your words. You want your life to have, you want your life, let me say it this way, to produce good fruit. But your life producing good fruit 
It's based on, write this down, what you think, what you believe, and what you say. It's based on what you think, what you believe, because what, what you think you're going to believe, what you believe is going to find its way to your mouth. All right? I believe you are a success and not a failure. I believe that you are a victor and not a victim. I believe today is going to be a great day for all of us. How can you say that, Pastor? Because we started out the right way. We started out eating like a champion, thinking like a champion, Therefore, we're going to live like a champion because the Word of God is the breathless for champions. Amen. Well, we're headed for the weekend. Uh, Contra Costa County has moved tiers, so that means that we can have a little more people in our, regi- uh, um, in our gathering. We thank the Lord for that. So if you have a desire to attend church, um, that's your conviction. Uh, Registration is still open, so you can go and register. We're opening our Oakland campus this weekend. Come on, let's bless the Lord for that. Uh, Alameda has not moved, so it's still, I believe, uh, in the second tier, have it moved to the third tier. I don't think it's moved yet. So... We're going to be in compliance with uh, the county and CDC guidelines and practice all those guidelines to make sure you are safe. We had a wonderful training last night. Uh, The teams are prepared to receive you and make sure you stay safe. If, As I said, if you have the desire to attend church. If not, I, I get it. I understand. You take your time. You allow the Holy Spirit and God to lead you and guide you into truth, but tune in because we're always on giving you the Word of God so that you can be blessed by it. I want to thank you uh, on behalf of Pastor Adrian and myself for being faithful uh, this year throughout the pandemic. You all have been faithful, 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 and thank you so much because every pastor can't say that about their parishioners, but uh, you all have been faithful and Um, I'm telling you, it it blesses my heart to know that we have a solid congregation with a solid membership. So I want to say once again, thank you so much. And then also let me say this. I'll say it Sunday, but I want to say it also for you all that are on this line because you're faithful. You get up every morning, get on the line. Thank you for honoring us for being your pastors uh, last weekend, it it blessed my heart. It it surprised me and and had me all full of tears and all that stuff because that's just who I am. Um, you know, my heart is right towards God, and and it just that really overwhelmed me. And then they threw my grandson in there with it, and that just messed me up even worse. But you know, it, it does your heart good to know that people appreciate you. And so you all, thank you for appreciating us and what we do to bring stabilization and really um, hope 
and faith and encouragement and victory to your lives. So thank you once again. Thank you so much. And may God continue to increase you and may God continue to bless you and also your family. That comes from our heart. Well, as Psalms 118 verse 24 says, this is the day that the Lord has made. In it we shall rejoice and be glad. In this brand new day, it is a brand new you, brand new opportunities and brand new possibilities. Make this confession of faith with me this morning. Greater is he, come on, that is in me than he that is in the world. From this moment forward, I will be very courageous. I will not waver in my faith. I will not give in to fear. I am more than a conqueror, and I'm a world overcomer. Praise God. Man, I've enjoyed my time with you all. I know Minister Kendall have. He can speak for himself, though, if he want to. But listen, I've enjoyed yes, it. Go ahead. Go ahead, Minister. Oh, I just want to say, yes, indeed, it was a great day. I really appreciate your devotion this morning, Bishop. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Minister. Thank you so much, man. Love you for that. And, hey, love you all. Thank you for being on the line. Thank you for your faithfulness, commitment, your consistency, and your continued support for what we do to really advance the kingdom, giving people hope, uh, and especially during this time of the pandemic. So, hey, love you. We look forward to seeing you in prayer tomorrow. If not prayer tomorrow, we'll see you Sunday on church, or you'll see us whichever way, how it works, whether you're streaming or you're coming in person. We thank God that we have options. And so we bless the Lord for, hey, you're going to have a great day. Make today um, great, and but most of all, make today count. Make today count. Be careful what you give your time and energy to. Hey, we love you. Come on, Kathy, let us open the line and let us, come on, bless the Lord. Let's pray in the spirit. Praise God. It builds us up in our inner man to handle the inner me. God bless.